good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. That band I watched all summer long, and I can't really, I keep thinking it's September. It is October, because we had such a beautiful uh, end of summer. Uh, that is Rasa Khan, and the song is Kapow. We'll end the show with that song. Uh, it's Steven Ross, he plays bass, bad, bad bass, uh, Rockman Ross, drums, and then we have Eric Kahn, guitar. So it's Ross Akon. That's their last names. Um, and you can see them on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, check out that video. And I'm going to have them end the year, 2022, here on location, playing some more music. And each week I do highlight a musician and I like to uh, have them on the show. But it got really hard during the pandemic. I couldn't get them in, in the studio. And if you're on Woodby, you're probably not going to take the ferry with me at 530. Musicians? No. <laughs> Anyways, you can check them out, Rossicon on YouTube and Facebook. Okay, so is it a veteran who someone's done the show a thousand times? Pretty much. I, <laughs> I would I would agree with that. All right. So Laura Laura Elfline is joining me this morning. Good morning. And you not only co-hosted with Terry, but uh, I think it was the Seattle Natural Awakenings that introduced us, the magazine. We did the green pages, we did the home tour. The 10 by 10 by 10. I've attended both. And then it went virtual a couple years, but you were still on the show pretty much twice a year. Yep. Yep. I love it. It's such a great place to chat about the, the good work of the Northwest Eco Building Guild and green building in our region in general. So for the listeners that don't know the Eco Building Guild, give them some uh, background on that. Yeah, so the Northwest Eco Building Guild has been around since the 90s. It started off as a group of builders and architects who just really were passionate about the environment and trying to build differently and build better. And they would meet up and, um, at the bottom of, in the basement of Finney Ridge Community Center and uh, eventually formalize as a group um, and have been educating and inspiring and um, assisting green building uh, being pushed into the normal building world. And I think, you know, they've, they've had a big impact in this region and really promoting um, building better. And what I like through the years, you, uh, you and all your guests that you had educate me, you know, on, on things I didn't really have any clue about. And because I don't have a home before I did. So that stuff was really relevant, but just what we can do um, to make a difference in the world. And so I thank you for that. And the educational stuff that uh, comes out through you and your the guild, which has been amazing. And, and can you introduce our next our guest? Yes. So Joni Peterson, she is representing Hepatecture, and uh, she's going to be one of our presenters at the Green Building Slam this coming, well, a week from Saturday. So the 29th um, at Town Hall, Seattle. And it was, good morning, it was Cameron who talked about what you do now, two years ago, to us. So let yeah. us yeah, let, let us know what you do, jo uh, Joni. Yeah, um, so I work with Hempitecture. We are a manufacturing startup based in Idaho, and we work with regenerative bio-based materials to make uh, building insulation. And that's what Cameron was talking about, and I had no <laughs> idea what that was. So um, now that, that's up and coming and talk a little bit about the speakers, Laura, and what that entails there. 
Yeah, so at the Green Building Slam, an event that's been going on for, gosh, probably pushing 20 years to almost 30 years, probably. It's sort of hard to say because the event started off just like gathering and putting literally 10 slides into a slide carousel, um, one after another, and presenting to a group of folks. Um, and it wasn't as formalized as it is now. But um, each speaker gets 10 minutes. It's sort of a TED Talks way of looking at green building, uh, fast paced, and they talk about their project and usually are able to share some pretty inspiring stories um, and, and that are also educational and you know bring out the importance of why we do what we do. Um, this year, we have a pretty wide variety of folks from Joni um, talking about hemp, hemp and building with hemp to um, uh, Graham Brown of My Cabin talking about how what they've done to sort of um, further backyard cottages and, and what are called dadus, detached accessory dwelling units um, in, the, in the region and um, a whole bunch of other folks. One of our presenters is very timely also, Johnny, uh, from 475 High Performance Building Supply, his cohort, Luca, that used to be Lucas Johnson, um, has also talked on your show a few times. But Johnny's been living in Boulder and um, is serves on the board of the Colorado Green Building Guild and is a former intern of the Northwest Eco Building Guild. And his steel, his stick for the event is all about wildfires and the lessons that they've learned in Colorado and how to better protect ourselves um, in the building industry and, and some systems and ideas around that. So after, you know, today being our first day of maybe being able to breathe clean air finally after weeks and weeks of in and out of smoke, it's, um, it's a very topical moment conversation. Yes, it is. <laughs> and so Joni, what will you be talking about? Yeah, you know, um, it, it does sound like there's just this, a wide variety of discussions happening, and I'm kind of taking the approach of materials in the in the building sector. So, um, hemitecture is taking this and not only the develop of these materials, but onshoring the entire manufacturing process with raw materials um, sourced from rural agricultural areas in the U.S. Um, so, as well as our our manufacturing line, will also be utilizing 75% renewable energy resources for our electricity. Um, and so we're just, it's kind of taking a look at, um, you know, kind of the embodied carbon, which is a newer discussion happening in the, not newer, but kind of a hot topic right now in, in the building industry of where, where are materials from cradle to great gate? So where, where are they sourced from? And then where do they end up? Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the general gist of what I'll be talking about. And for the listeners, let them know why that's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, embodied carbon is kind of looking at the entire, not just, um, you know, like the negative uh, carbon conversation of uh, not creating too much uh, CO2 with energy or anything like that, but it's also taking a step back and, and seeing, you know, how are these materials made, where are they sourced from, and where do they end up when when the, the life life of the building is done? Um, which also has a great amount of importance um, in, in the building sector because 40% of carbon emissions in the entire world is produced by the building industry. 
And so we got to kind of take a step back and say, you know, hey, like what's what's in the cement or what goes into this building and how are we um, making it an energy efficient and with high performance as well without doing harm to the planet or people as well. Or the people that live in the home, because, yeah. you know, what's in that material that's your kids going to be sleeping with for the, you know, or the people years. that are working with this material, right? Because they they also bring that stuff home, um, even if they're not dwelling in that in that unit. I've had so many people invite me to their house because they think it has bad energy and it just smells bad. I mean, the carpet, the paint, the windows yeah. are closed um, and their kids are sick. Mm. The... Um, you know, I took this really great course with um, Parsons New School, and they have this really great um, library slash um, course, and it's called the Healthy Materials Lab. And they literally break down everything from red list ingredients to what the all these different declarations and, and uh, certifications mean for products for like healthy, uh, is it the healthy uh, HPDC, a uh, healthy product building declaration and life cycle analysis and declare and lead. And it really just, it really informs you a lot about um, all, all the different chemicals that can go into anything in your home. Um, and we just are kind of blind to it. <laughs> well, like they said, I do healing work. People come to me and they have their daughters, you know, a daughter going to a doctor over and over again for something and they can't figure out what it is. And it, I, you know, I go to the house, it's full of plastic. I mean, mm. toys, all plastic. We have no idea where they came from or what's in them. Get rid yeah. of the plastic toys. All the allergies go away. Yeah. So it's super important yeah. for your health. You know, that's one of the things that's been um, hard to educate through after decades and decades of bringing plastics and, and other and new new products into our homes is that while the product itself has been tested and it, it in of itself is not unhealthy, what hasn't been tested is how it interacts with all the other things in your space. And that would just be impossible, you know, trillions and billions and probably infinity number of combinations that they would have to test that just isn't going to happen. And that's, you know, so bringing down to natural materials and materials that aren't going to off gas for sure, and you don't have to worry about their interaction with other materials is really important. And I think, you know, one of the things Joni was talking about carbon and um, red list and all and declare and a bunch of um, things that sometimes can be a little complicated for folks not in the industry to understand the the bigger scope of it is that things that are making the environment more healthy are also making us humans more healthy and really impacting how our kids are going to grow and and um and how we how we age in our spaces and we spend you know so much time especially now with so many people working from home now you're spending even more time in your homes and it's just important to to build right and have the right kind of materials in there so you're not breathing in toxins all day long. And, and we always talked about the bedroom, how the, your bedroom is probably yeah. the most, you start with a room, you yeah. start with where you sleep. Absolutely, absolutely. And that was one of the things that Cameron at Green Home Solutions, one of the sponsors of the SLAM was talking about before was um, sheep's wool insulation and how amazing that is to... Um, if you're going to use it, it's definitely more expensive. Many green products are not more expensive. Many sustainable building solutions are not more expensive than traditional. You just have to know 
about them and how to use them. But sheep's wool insulation is definitely one of those things that is more expensive, probably three times over uh, rock wool and even more over traditional fiberglass. But it has so many amazing properties and it protects you while you're sleeping. It's sequestering the toxins that come out of your home and keeping things at bay from coming into your sleeping space. And you're there for eight hours, ideally. And uh, so it's, you know, like a third of your life you're spending in that space. So it's an important place to have as, as clean as you can. And hemp, how about hemp? Hemp. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, hemp is a really incredible material uh, from cradle to great, if you will. I mean, this is a regenerative crop that can sequester, oh gosh, I think it's about nine tons of CO2 per acreage grown. And you can actually um, utilize the entire plant within 90 days of planting the seed. And so it's a very fast growing crop that doesn't require a lot of water. Um, and then as um, a insulation material, it's very high performing, healthy, and it has no VOCs, it has no toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at our social media um, with hemp texture or hemp wool, if you will, you can see people actually handling this material with their ha- with their bare hands. And so um, sheep's wool is fantastic, but it's also sourced from New Zealand. So it has to travel a very long way to get to us here in the U.S., whereas we've... Sure. Um, made the entire process on short. So we're working with rural communities that can grow this crop very easily. And, you know, there's a lot of research going on um, with, with our, with our manufacturing team. Um, We're working with University of Idaho. We're working with Oak Ridge National Lab through the Department of Energy to study the carbon sequestration of our materials and develop other products as well. Um, but all in all, you could just get a really solid, um, easy to work with material that's going to keep your house comfortable and safe year round. Um, <laughs> we're very excited for what's to come. We actually had a, you know, speaking of of clients who get sick, we actually had one earlier this year in Denver, Colorado, and she'd been living in one of those like kind of tin can conventional homes. Um, since the 90s, she took out the she took out the insulation in the 90s because she had an autoimmune disorder to uh, many different types of insulation, and so we finally got her some insulation over this last year. And she's like, "My cat's like my cat's water bowl isn't frozen in the morning," and like little things like that, where it's like, "Wow, you've been living without insulation for the last 30 years because there was no materials that would work for your space." Um, so it's just exciting to see all the the new and incredible materials that are coming along for building and and changing both the energy efficiency of these buildings, but also like where where they're sourced from. Well, and the people that are coming up with this and that, that care about them. This is why I do the show. I want to highlight anyone out there doing something good. So what's the website for your business? I want to say it, but I can't say the hemp. It's okay. It's kind of a long one. <laughs> It's like architecture, but it's hempitecture. Um, I will send it over to you. And um, I don't know if you guys have show notes anywhere, um, but we also have yeah. we also have a, a bi-direct platform that allows uh, you know anyone to come on and get estimates for their building. So if they're looking to build and soon, you know, we have materials ready. Um, but you can go on and and put in how much square foot you need, what your R value is, um, which is just essentially like how thick you want your insulation to be. Um, 
And then it also gives you live shipping quotes as well. So it's, we, it's we, I did put it in the notes. So Benny does have it. Okay, perfect. I just knew if I said it, I was going to stumble over it. So okay, we're going to okay. take our first break. We're going to talk a little bit more about your business and how it just, it's coming. It's got a actual uh, mortar. What do you say? It's a building now where it was just an idea. Yes, it is okay. a real building. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. So are you interested in green building, energy efficiency, and sustainable practices? The Northwest Eco Building Guild is a 501c3 community of builders, designers, suppliers, and homeowners concerned with ecological building in the Pacific Northwest. The Guild empowers people through educational activities, classes, and events through the year. To learn more on how to go solar, conserve water, lower your energy bills, and create a healthy home environment, visit ecobuilding.org forward slash events today. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Mighty House Construction is a family business that knows a well-crafted, comfortable, and healthy home can also be resilient, eco-friendly, and energy efficient. They also know that a home that uses less energy to do more things is a home that is built right and will save you money every day. Mighty House Construction has been bridging comfort, quality, and sustainability in Seattle homes for more than 10 years. See their work and learn more about their process at MightyHomeConstruction.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie and Laura Elfline is with me again. She's kind of my, my co-host. And then we have Joni Peters Pedersen or Peterson? Pedersen. Pedersen. So let's talk about because uh, you have to leave us in a couple minutes. Talk about um hemp culture. No, <laughs> no worries. You know, my aunt says that all the time. Hemp texture. But it's a, it's a tricky one. Um, yeah, so hemp started with a dorm room idea actually in 2012. Um, our founder and CEO, Maddie Mead, was um, a senior at Hobart and um, was uh, there was a new uh, garbage facility like off in the distance that had just started. And he was watching this mountain of trash just grow and grow in the distance and realized that a lot of those materials were actually building materials. And so he really wanted to explore what other natural materials are actually being used in 
um, building, right? Kind of going back to our roots. And so he came across um, something called hemp lime or hempcrete is another popular uh, phrase in the US for it, um, which is a, a building system um, that you'll still need your structure of the house, but you use a uh, hemp herd, which kind of looks like wood chips, a lime binder and water. And this material replaces your insulation. It replaces your drywall. Um, and it's actually very incredible because while it dries, it's also sequestering carbon. So it's a very um, planet-friendly, home-friendly material. Um, but anyways, I, this, was, this was just a very like pre-idea before the 2018 farm bill passed for hemp. And so people all the time were like, oh, you're crazy. Like, how could you, are you smoking this stuff? Like, how could you even think that would possibly work in the building? industry. Um, but he kept at it, you know, and, and, um, you know, with the support of people who also really believed in this idea, he's built 20 to 30 different hempcrete homes and buildings around the U.S. since then. Um, in 2017, when his co-founder Tommy Gibbons joined the team, um, they were just kind of looking at other materials, kind of realizing that going around the U.S. building these specialty buildings isn't necessarily the most sustainable for a building, uh, for a company. And so uh, very sustainable for building, not sustainable for a company. And so they uh, they brought in um, hemp wool insulation just to kind of see how this would do in the market to where we are now and able to develop our uh, manufacturing line, which we're hoping to have open in the next month or so. Um, you know, we've, like I said earlier, have really developed um, partnerships with rural communities for materials. Um, and other partnerships too for research on these materials to make sure that we're code compliant, having all the certificates and making sure that our materials are top of the line for, for the building community and beyond. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you will be speaking in person. I will be speaking in person at the Northwest Green Building Slam um, on October 29th at the Seattle Town Hall alongside other fantastic speakers on their uh, building projects and and uh, I I don't know I, what else I'm very excited to learn now it's uh, you know the guild always has such fantastic events going on well thank you for joining us we'll let you go because I know you have another place to go <laughs> well and thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it and looking forward to seeing y'all next week yay Thanks so Laura let the yeah. listeners know about the event so dates and times and how they can get tickets Absolutely. So the date is October 29th and it is at starts the doors open at 5 p.m. It's at Seattle Town Hall right down in um, on Seneca and 8th in downtown Seattle. Fantastic, easy place to take public transportation to less easy to park at. So if you have to drive a, a single use vehicle, then then make sure that you leave enough time to find parking. Um, the presentations start at six. There's a nice little hour or so to enjoy mingling and light appetizers. We have many sponsors that are going to be there to talk about and educate about their product lines. <clears throat> and um, there'll be an intermission. There'll be five presenters talking about their projects, 10 minutes each. Then there'll be an intermission and five more presenters. And then a little extra time to eat some dessert and um talk to each other and and, yeah. and I've been there I and I really like the 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 mingling yeah that's fun yeah you know yeah for Gosh. sure there's so many people there that have 
um, so much expertise and love talking about their, their trade and their skill. And you just can learn so much from them. I know that in our business, I own a, a home remodeling company called Mighty House Construction. And we have learned so much from our cohorts at the, at the Eco Building Guild. It's just really a um, fantastic place to, to be inspired and educate and become educated from. You can buy tickets at northwestgreen.org. That's all spelled out, N-O-R-T-H-W-E-S-T-G-R-E-E-N.org. And um, there's a link there to Eventbrite to buy your tickets. And this time, okay, so we had virtual before. Well, before it was in person. That's why I, I kind of just went back in time. Went, oh my God, remember we used to talk to each other and eat together and <laughs> ah, converse. And then we had, you went virtual. Yeah, yeah, we did it virtual for two years. And now we're able to finally do uh, it in person again. Although we are, you know, the, the technology of, that came out of COVID has just exploded for virtual opportunities. So we are able at Town Hall to live stream the event as well. So if you're out of the area and can't make it into Seattle yourself, you can still buy live stream tickets. Um, we also have tickets available for student and senior pricing as well as veteran. So that's something to, it's not super obvious in the list of ticket options. So keep your eye out for it if, you're, if you meet one of those categories. So this year, virtual and in-person. And then we also, you do the home tour. That's yes. another event. And, and that was, in person. yeah, that was in person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was in person too this year for the first time in two years. So that was exciting. It's, you know, everything is so much more engaging when you can be face-to-face -face with someone and, and um, really sense the energy in the space as well as um, ask questions more dynamically and the magic of running into that person that you, you you just don't get that virtual you just can't have that spontaneous conversation and so I'm a little excited about moving forward and, and seeing people again it's exciting just like you know with the band I'm highlighting I saw them like maybe five or six times in person and you can dance to them and I had a beer with somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. oh gosh I'm liking events and because of the show that's what you know Seattle Natural Awakenings was I would do Fridays at 8 a.m and I get to highlight some event coming up for the weekend. So I'm starting to feel a lot better about being in person. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about let's, about what you do, you, you yourself, your, your business. Yeah, so Mighty House Construction is uh, run by myself and my husband, Doug. And we've been um, in business for 13 years. We started in 2009 at the downturn of all the building, which was terrifying but also very opportunistic in that um, the company he had been working for for 16 years closed doors. And so we thought, this is the time, you know, we may have two and a half year old twin daughters, but this is the time. <laughs> it was a little crazy. Thank goodness I was so much younger. <laughs> but, um, and we do remodeling as well as um, backyard cottages or dadus, detached accessory dwelling units are, is a, um, focus of ours and doing, you know, sort of traditional kitchens and bathrooms and additions as well. And we just, you know, really have a strong focus on doing it better than what, um, or really great um, than what is traditional building. And we have so many great partners that we work with both in the trades and in the design field that it makes our job easier because everybody's able to understand what the goal is and is on that same page. 
and you're the treasurer of the guild. Yes, I am the treasurer on the board of the Eco Building Guild. That's ecobuilding.org if you want to look in, more into the organization itself. Um, it's, um, yeah. I'd say like it's educational. I mean, there's uh, sponsors, like you have sponsors uh, for the, the event mm -hmm. and they're part, some are part of the guild. So uh, mention a few of those. Yeah, so Dun Lumber is definitely one of our primo sponsors. They have so many different retail locations around the region, and um, they've just been a fantastic supporter of our um, of our work as the Eco Building Guild. And then T Tacoma Public Utilities is also trying to do a lot of shift in their um, jurisdiction, and so they've been sponsoring guild events the last few years and have really stepped up and appreciate them. Um, we also have Pathway Design and Construction. They're a fantastic organization in our region doing, um, you know, similar work to my company. But, you know, we, the, one of the things that I've loved about the Guild is we have a lot of builders doing the same stuff and we share. And we're excited when we know that one of the other has won a project. At least we know that the client's going to be taken care of in the way that we would have taken care of them. And so it's, mm -hmm. It's very um, cooperative in that way. Um, Mighty Energy is uh, Solutions is my other company. They, we sell infrared heating uh, products and they're a sponsor and we'll have a table there to talk about those solutions. Um, 475 High Performance Building Supply. I talked a little bit about them. That Johnny's gonna be presenting some of those solutions and how they impacted and, and advanced protection of buildings in Colorado. Um, and of course, Green Home Solutions and Green Tools King County, um, they're, they've been a big sponsor of the Guild for many years. And people can join the Guild, be members. And I think Absolutely. it's the support system that, like you were saying, there's not competition. It's, it's just a really a great resource for anyone that, well, is maybe building a home or someone who is a builder or it just, I just, I have got nothing but through the years, because it has been a relationship for quite a while. Everyone who's been on the show, we always talk afterwards. There's, well, I don't remember who it was, but they had crystals in their pocket <laughs> after the show. And this was just so funny because I missed the in studio, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you were going in studio, but it's so fun. Like after, it's before the show, during the breaks, and after the show. I know. And it's been a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, you talk about just people who are excited about doing a remodel, they're definitely so many opportunities at the Green Building Slam itself on October 29th, as well as the Green Home Tour that we do in the spring and the monthly education sessions that we do uh, fourth Wednesdays. Um, they're still vir virtual only, but it's a great, you know, there's so many of those programs that have impact, not just for building professionals, but homeowners too. It's not... Um, we always try to have that spectrum of, of folks um, in mind when we're developing the program so that everybody can take away something. You know, the, the deep green builder can learn something new and the homeowner can feel engaged and not overwhelmed, hopefully, about, you know, what they're learning. Well, and education. And I think that's what, because we did articles too, the magazine. And so yeah. every time we, you know, I, I had to proofread everything. So it was just so, um, it's been a great uh, the, the show, interviewing people, but also the events and what I've learned has been so much fun. So um, a little more time, give the website for the, the tickets. 
Yes, Northwest Green, all spelled out. Northwest is all spelled out in green as well, .org, northwestgreen.org. And there's a link there to Eventbrite to buy your tickets. Um, look for the student and senior discounts. Look for the live streaming if that's what's available. Um, the only way that you can participate. And uh, But we really hope to see people in person. It's just so exciting to finally be able to do that and to have, to be in person at such an outstanding venue town hall seattle is just sort of a rock rock in the community as far as being able to produce fantastic events and we're happy to be there and then you could see the list of uh speakers and i clicked on links you know uh, checked out some of their websites yeah. but yeah and and they're only 10 minutes though yes each presenter is only 10 minutes and so you know they work really hard at um not just providing facts and figures but you know inspiring you to want to learn more and to engage in the conversation and um you know we've obviously i'm chair of the event and have been for many years and the uh all the speakers are just you know i'm really excited about this year's lineup they're really engaging folks and have um a lot of passion that i think will come out in their presentations and then so we mingle before then you go in and then there's a break so if you do see some and that's another thing approachable again i like local bands and places where you can go and talk to this the person you know and, and are you guys doing uh, drinks yes drinks are uh purchased at by town hall's bar that they have there yeah and there's um and then we'll have some light appetizers and kind of some desserty things too to to nibble on so you have three chances at the beginning in the middle and at the end and that goes till 10 yes yeah i think i think the event goes till 10 it's you know for those of you who have come in years past everything's like moved up about an hour so instead of opening doors at six we're opening doors at five and we need to be at, um, done with the event at 10 instead of 11 so we have time to clean up and be out of there and get out of seattle <laughs> i got i got I don't know if I'm, you know, I'm doing staging with my son and I got the wrong Google address and I was downtown Seattle and Pioneer Square. I got lost. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the same. I think what's what's also nice is being where it, at Seattle Town Hall this year is that there's so many opportunities to continue the conversation at a local establishment afterwards. You know, there's lots of bars and restaurants within walking distance of the venue. You don't even have to get in your car. You could just continue the conversation. I suspect there'll be groups of people that are doing that too. Well, and after being virtual, I mean, it's like yeah. a family, family reunion at this point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm just excited that we're back doing events. Uh, that's Northwest Green Building Slam. It's not the 10 by 10 by 10. Because see, we did that before, but that was 10 yeah. slides. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just we just decided to rebrand the event. You know, it used to be called 10 by 10 by 10, which meant a lot to guild members, but didn't really say much to the general public and what and explain the event up front um, in the title. So we decided to rebrand about, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 years ago, but still like just it's in our it's in the DNA of the organization. And it's really hard to get people to rebrand sometimes. But yeah. Yeah, I was like two by four, 10 by 10 by, I don't know. Like, but yeah, so it's October 29th, Town Hall, Seattle, doors yeah. open at five, presentations start at six, because you get yeah. to mingle before, they'll take a break, and if you want to check out the um, speakers again, you go to northwestgreen.org, and uh, 
you know, I went and I stayed half the time because I lived in Camino, but it was fun just to do the happy hour type situation, see the, the talks and then, you know, talk to them again and head home yeah. to the island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on another island now. So that's yeah. why it's like so weird because I'm normally with Benny about an hour before the show. And I'm Zooming today on Whidbey Island. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. All right. Well, so we're going to take our next break. Uh, you're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dean Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Calling all architects, builders, homeowners, real estate professionals, or eco-conscious people. We invite you to the Northwest Green Building Slam at Seattle Town Hall, October 29th, 5 to 10 p.m. With tickets available for in-person or live streaming. The Slam is a Northwest Eco Building Guild showcase featuring a series of innovative and compelling stories of green building in the Pacific Northwest designed to inspire and engage. This year's event features the crowd favorite slam style inspiration with 10 speakers for 10 minutes with 10 slides each. Award-winning green builder Martha Rose will set the mood with a look back at some of the Northwest's progressive green building mentors. We expect this to be a sold out event, so don't delay getting your tickets at northwestgreen.org forward slash ticketing. That's northwestgreen.org forward slash ticketing. Hope to see you there. Green Home Solutions is a family-owned and operated green building product supplier based in Seattle, Washington. They are passionate about the environment, conservation, and sustainable building practices. With over 20 years in the construction industry, they pride themselves on product knowledge, installation techniques, and knowing which green building materials are right for you. Green Home Solutions offers the highest quality, eco-friendly building materials, and their online store is a great place to shop for everything that you need. Their Seattle showroom is truly a one-stop shop for all of your green building supplies. For more information, visit ghsproducts.com. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Laura Elfline is with me <gasps> again. It's so cute. Well, I, it, um, because you do, you're a builder. I, I really want to talk about the tiny homes yeah. because they're popping up all over here on Woodby Island. Yeah. You know, backyard cottages, tiny homes, um, referred to as dadus, detached accessory dwelling units. You know, they're, they're a very popular way to, um, 
to bring more housing to a space, to maximize value of a property, to maximize the number of people that can live on a single family property. It's just uh, really, it's a really interesting and exciting time for, for, for that industry. Um, I know in the city of Seattle, you can actually have three different dwellings with, within a single family property. So you have the main single family home, and then you can build what's called an attached accessory dwelling unit, an AADU. And that can be like your basement mother-in-law type apartment or your attic, or it can even be like an addition to the single family home. And then you can also have a backyard cottage or dadu um, on the property. So that would create three opportunities for families to live. And you know, with housing and land so expensive in our region, it just really creates a lot of opportunities. We see folks looking into it for um, elders that need, want to come live closer to the families, either from their own medical needs or the families needing support with childcare and, and other things like that, um, to just pre-planning. You know, now they need it as an office, but they also have family that come and stay for extended periods from far away. Or, and they also imagine that their kids might need to live there with, as their young adults, and then even do a swap with the kids down the road is some of the, the planning, the future planning and thinking, you know, the, the parents would move into the dadu and give them more opportunity to travel and have less to take care of smaller spaces as their kids' family starts to grow and need more space and then they can live in the house and just really have um, have own spaces, but be, really be multi-generational on their single family lot. And I love that because when I, we were all locked down, I got odd jobs so that I could go out and do things. So I did the census and they sent me to uh, Airbnbs and VRBOs. Uh, Lake Cavanaugh was one of them. Beautiful place. Never knew it was there up in Mount Vernon. And each family that I talked to, they were so happy because their daughter was up there working virtually. She had the grandkids, grandma, but they already had a house that did have those dwellings, you know, second little tiny home, mother-in-laws. And they were happy because they hadn't seen each other forever. Mm. And I think that might've given people a taste because I know for, my, for me and my kids, we were so close because I could go any day they weren't in school and help my daughter. So I think people, I, there were some really good things. Like you said, the technology, um, we had a vet on last week who can do uh, house calls from her Zoom account, you know, and save people tons of money. But yeah, that's one thing I think came out of it is we need each other. And that support system from grandma, who might be even lonely, but the women or the couples, they were just thrilled to have their kids, you know, working from home and then having their grandkids there. Right. One of the families we worked with, you know, they converted a garage to a backyard cottage and when they set it up, they set it up kind of as a party place, but also had this amazing wall that was like a built-in Murphy bed, cabinetry wall that really, for a single person living in that space, created enough storage and comfort that, you know, a person could live in there really comfortably. And uh, one of their reasons was that they had had parents that had gotten sick over the years. And one of the, tr the trials with that was that there was no place for caregivers to stay. Whether it was a family caregiver or a hired caregiver, there was nowhere for that person to stay on the property in their small home. And, and so these folks you know, at, made that garage conversion really able for that 
elder care to exist too down the road. And that whole less is more, it really is. And, you know, I did do the census and I was going to all these islands and it was lovely. I got sent to islands. It was a fun blessing while everyone was like staying at home. And I got to talk to hundreds of hundreds of people, but the empty houses, there's empty houses everywhere, you know, and no one's living in them. They're still being heated. And there's a point where we need to start thinking about the, there's not a point. It's now the environment. <laughs> we got to start thinking now. It was 20 years ago, but, yeah. but now we'll work. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, that's why I just love you guys. You're out there doing the right thing. And the right thing is the right thing to do. But uh, yeah, this less is more. Watch what you're buying. Watch what you're putting in your children's bedrooms. Uh, especially we, I had a mattress company on, you know, what are you sleeping on? Make, yeah. make a decision about your, your infant, a good decision. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you brought up earlier that whole decision making about choosing things that are going to help um, reduce the possibility of becoming sick, right? So when you're building in a healthy way in your home and remodeling in a healthy way in your home, you're reducing that potential of being sick and having to go to the doctor and having you know, weird ailments come up that nobody can quite figure out because it's a combination of a lot of weird things that you have in your house that's not obvious to anyone. And um, I was talking with a friend, also you bring up mattresses, I was talking with a friend about that. She had to go buy a new mattress and you know the, the really nice ones that are healthy and focused, um, they're, they are usually more expensive than what you can pick up at some of the more box stores. And I said, but how many chiropractor visits and massages and doctor visits are you not going to have because you're going to spend the money on your mattress? And it's, you know, a thousand dollars. How quickly difference, you know, how quickly is that going to be eaten up in chiropractor and massage visits, you know, and, and she definitely did the better mattress and is so grateful that she did. You and know? sleep. I mean, you want to be healthy. You yeah, got to sleep well. It's the same thing. Like, are you going to have lots of shoes or are you going to have five pairs of really supportive, fantastic shoes that have, you know, variety for your, for your life. And, um, you know, you're, if you buy lots of cheap shoes, your, your feet are not going <laughs> to love you. <laughs> I know it feels good when you're 20, but man, when you're 30 and up, it starts to really become an impact those, those choices. So um, I think that's what we really steer folks towards, you know, doing less so you can do better in many, in many ways. And I'm super sensitive to, to plastics and things. So some of the shoe stores smell like plastic, you know, I walk in and that's another thing. I, I really enjoy living around trees. I really enjoy fresh air. I, I told you guys at break, I don't feel good. I mean, I'm sure. And I, I thought about the, the game, the Mariners game how many people were in that smoke and they had to be sick the next day. There's just no way you didn't get um, some type of health issue with that. Yeah. yeah. I really worry about the communities living so close to the fires. You know, I was, I was in Chelan uh, one year, several years ago now when one of the fires broke out and I couldn't believe how people were just acting like it was normal. And this was before COVID. So nobody had access to masks at the, at the moment. And um, they were just out there exercising and doing their thing. And it's getting smokier and smokier. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these kids, these people, there was an elder out there on her bike. And I was like, what are you doing? You're just breathing in all this smoke. It has to be affecting your, your life and your, and your comfort. And um it's, yeah, it's really worrisome, truthfully. 
mm-hmm. and, yeah. and health. Like you said, over a long period of time, if you are healthy, I say you're ripping off the system, you know, if you're healthy, you're, you're making money every day by taking care of your health. And that's water. That's what you drink. You know, the, the faucet it comes out of. Um, yeah. The quality of your light in your home. I mean, mm-hmm. not just, I mean, there's so many studies about how daylight impacts your overall well-being, And, and if you can't get the daylight, then the quality of the light color in your home and how important that is in this style of light. Um, you know, I think the worst is those sort of halogen bulbs that fluorescent bulbs that just sort of flicker at you. Those will make you crazy. I mean, there's literally studies that talk about how it will make you crazy. (laughs) It's like, it's not just an idea. It's not a concept. It's real. And, um, yeah. And just how important all those things are, those subliminal impacts to our daily lives for sure. I brought up EMFs on a part-time job and she says, you're making this up. I said, no, not making it up. Yeah. Electricity does affect you. And if you have every light on and a television going 24 seven, which some people do, they really have their televisions on all the time. And remember when we all got in our houses and we had to have computers in front of everybody. I'm just bringing up a lot of people's pets passed away in that first six months. That is, they're used to being home alone, but everyone had an, a computer, a phone, a television and electricity. And, and I had, I, oh gosh, she came to my house down in um, Camino and she checked the EMFs. The worst is those plug-in lamps without the three prong, uh, mm-hmm. your computer, refrigerator, microwave, and your phone. Mm-hmm. And she could actually pick up Oak Harbor, you know? Oh, carbon because wow. the Navy's there. <laughs> yeah, 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 Woo. yeah, yeah, for sure. Be and, careful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, we had um, Joni from Hempitecture on earlier. And I think one of the things in the building industry that um, that homeowners, people, you know, who aren't in a building professional, they hear things like building with hemp or straw bale and, and um, uh, concrete with, with straw in it, you know, like they think of all those as really crazy ideas. And, and especially in this area, they go, well, how can it, how can it work in a wet environment or traditionally wet environment like the Seattle region? And uh, it just is all about hiring experts who know what they're doing. You know, that's, totally an easy material to use. It's just about doing it right. And you think about like stucco homes that you see or stucco buildings in the region and how many of them have failed and how many of them have stayed. You know, the older ones, the people who were doing things right and cared about craftsmanship, those homes are still in great shape. It's the new throw it together buildings and homes that um, people didn't care as much about the craftsmanship. They cared more about the bottom line. And those are the buildings and, and homes that are, are failing with stucco. And so it, it's, it's really about hiring craftspeople who care about you and your, your investments. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot, I would say all of our Eco Building Guild members have that as a, as a baseline of their business. They just care. They want they care about doing good for you and the planet and um, making and give, that, give that website because there's so many uh, there's a the green pages what yeah, was that website? There's, there's a green pages on the ecobuilding.org and uh, that's where you can find more information out about the Northwest Eco Building Guild 
and including like you were just saying the green pages is a directory of our membership and uh you know more about our organization and the events that we do and and um we have case studies about things that pushed code um code uh officials into thinking outside the box and how to help instigate that in your communities. So there's yeah. lots of great information. And of course, great information at the upcoming Green Building Slam. At, you can find more about that at northwestgreen.org, all spelled out. And uh, that event is in person as well as live streamed on October 29th. Doors open at 5 p.m. at Seattle Town Hall. <gasps> Laura. I love you. <laughs> it's nice to see. I get to have a reunion each twice a year with you. So thank yeah. you for being on the show. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Well, if you want to reach out to me, it's dina-marie.com. Uh, you can come out and visit me for my four-hour retreat. Um, I'm going to end the show with Rossacon. That's R-O-S-S-A-C-O-N-N. And the song is Kapow. We're going to end the show. Um, come back next week with more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits. Thank <laughs> you.